0: Simran Satie, Lawrence's very own eco-journalist and moderator of the Focus the Nation roundtable discussion on climate change happening on Thursday, January 31st at the Dole Institute of Politics. Thank you very much for joining us here at Lawrence.com. Thank you for having me. Well, first of all, give us a little background on Focus the Nation. What is it and what can we expect on Thursday night?
1: Focus Nation is actually, it's a pretty unprecedented um, activity. It's happening all over the country, and it's a teach-in model on global warming solutions. So basically what's going to happen is, um, you know, KU along with a number of other institutions across the country is going to be doing a teach-in. And that teach-in is actually kicking off on January 30th with a webcast that's going to be sent all over the country. And the panelists include uh, Steve Schneider, who's a Stanford climate change scientist, Hunter Lovins, Uh, who wrote a seminal book called Natural Capitalism and runs the Natural Capitalism uh, Institute, and Van Jones, who's the executive director of the Ella Baker Center, which is really uh, directing a lot of his attention right now on building a green collar economy. They're going to do a teach-in, and then on the 31st, there's going to be a bunch of classes focused on global warming curricula all over the nation. And it's not just, you know, science classes. It's everything from journalism courses to religion courses, all sort of addressing the issue of climate change. And then here in, in Kansas on, um, on the evening of the 31st, we're actually going to be convening a conversation with um, our local, regional, and national leaders, including Congresswoman Nancy Boyda, Congressman Dennis Moore, Lieutenant Governor Mark Parkinson, State Senator Marcy Francisco, State, State Representative Barbara Ballard, Paul Davis, Tom Holland, and Tom Sloan, uh, our Mayor Sue Hack in Lawrence, and our City Commissioners Mike Dever and Boog Heiberger, and um, the provost of the University of Kansas, Richard LaRiviere. So it's going to be quite an extraordinary event um, that's really going to enable people to focus on climate change at multiple levels.
0: Yes, it's uh, a... I think an unprecedented lineup of political heavy hitters in Kansas, at least uh, nothing that I've seen to this date outside of a political convention. (laughs) And it's
1: been convened, just so you know, by KU Hillel and uh, the KU Center for Sustainability. So they're the ones who've done all the heavy lifting and bringing everyone together.
0: Um, And switching gears just a little bit, uh, did you get a chance to see President Bush's State of the Union address last night?
1: Not only did I watch the State of the Union, I watched the Democratic response from our governor, Kathleen Sibelius. Absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. And uh, environmental concerns were raised in both Bush's speech and Sibelius's rebuttal. And uh, here's here's a hackneyed question. Uh, Simran, what's the state of the environment?
1: <laughs> That's a really big question. What's the, What's the state of the planet? I have to tell you. At least in the state of Kansas, 75% of our electricity approximately is generated from coal. Um, Coal is one of the largest sources of greenhouse gas emissions in the country and the largest source of mercury uh, contamination in the country. Uh, Really at a point where uh, no matter what your political affiliation, your religious affiliation, your socioeconomic status, you're recognizing that climate change is indeed a, a, a real phenomenon and it's going to impact you in some way. Um, you know, climate change is not only the umbrella issue for all environmental concerns, but it, it touches us in many ways, you know, from issues of national security to issues of public health, um, from issues of commerce to issues of agriculture. It's a, it's, a, it's a situation that we need to address and we need to address quickly.
0: And what more could the state of Kansas and the city of Lawrence specifically do uh, for... Staving off this sort of impending uh, global environmental disaster, if I may be alarmist, which I, I always enjoy doing. Um, I know you're alarmist. I wanna, I
1: wanna say that we, we should we should act with urgency. I, I don't think that um, you know, for many people, that perhaps this is a state of alarm. But I think what we really need to do is is recognize that we have tremendous opportunity here to change the course that we're on. Um, you know, fortunately, we have a governor who is really committed to, um, to climate change. We do not have a policy in place yet. We're one of 14 states that don't, um, but we are really moving towards um, establishing a climate change policy. Locally, um, you know, Mayor Sue Hack and the city commission have convened a climate change task force, so we're gonna be looking at, uh, at the Cool Cities Initiative and how we can really um, mitigate our carbon emissions and our greenhouse gas emissions overall you know, on a, on a city level as well as on a state level. And uh, and I think that we we're seeing some tremendous leadership occurring at the state level and at the local level. Uh, we have a lot of potential, you know, with wind, with biomass, with um, with with a lot of biofuels. Uh, you know, right now, Kansas is, is one of the leaders in um, in the cultivation of corn for ethanol. I think we really need to look to other fuel sources. Corn is um, is not the most efficient fuel source. It's also really resource inten- uh, intensive. Um, we have a lot of opportunities to explore our wind capacity. Um, we are, you know, we have signed on to a regional climate change um, climate change policy, or climate change, I should say. What what is that called? Actually, um, it is the uh, a regional plan for slowing climate change, and it's the third in the U.S. So, so on a regional level, we're really working hard to mitigate our carbon emissions and to look towards renewable energy. And now we just really need to recognize that um, this isn't just something that's good for the planet, it's really good for economic progress and for national security. So um, in that regard, Kansas is poised to become a national leader. Uh, we can take a leadership position in wind. In terms of our wind capacity, we can take a leadership position in the kinds of fuels that we are cultivating and growing, um, because you know ultimately we're going to be one of the states that is most impacted by global climate change
0: yeah and uh, you mentioned our sort of <laughs> unlikely place at the vanguard of uh, green issues. I mean uh, we had the defeat of the coal plants in uh, western Kansas, and yes, this new commitment on wind energy and um, I, it's it just seems bizarre that Kansas of all places is be uh, is progressive at least on this particular front. Oh, I think
1: it's fantastic. I mean, who would have thought a place like Greensburg, Kansas, would become, you know, the first city in the country to require um, platinum lease certification for all new buildings? I mean, it's extraordinary to see people coming together and people recognizing it, you know, this isn't a political issue. This isn't um, an issue of the left. It's an issue that we all need to to work toward solving. So, um, you know, right now, 94% of Kansas land is used for agricultural production, and, wheat is temperature sensitive so if we want to remain the wheat state we need to take you know we need to take action and um, you know quite frankly right now <laughs> wheat's going to move north if we don't if we don't start to move and uh, you know the higher temperatures are going to increase you know weeds and insects and pathogen resistance and and it's going to require more chemicals to you know to cultivate our crops and it just creates a really vicious cycle it's bad for animals um, you know the higher temperature the, the velocity that we see in, in uh, and temperature shifts, the kinds of dramatic, um, you know, dramatic kinds of storms that we see, um, that maybe we haven't seen in the past. So, so recognizing that um, higher temperatures will strip our ground of carbon and nitrogen, and will affect our grazing capacity, really demonstrates that um, that you know we not only have a great opportunity, but we have a great imperative to act, which is why. You know, a state as unlikely as Kansas all of a sudden makes sense.
0: (laughs) Not only are we at the forefront of, uh, you know, environmental policy, we're also at the forefront of fashion. If you look at our governor's uh, spread in Vogue magazine wearing Oscar (laughs) De Laurentiis, she's she's looking hot, global, warmingly hot, I might add.
1: Listen. She looks great, and I have to say, all you have to do look no further than the KU campus to see some, some good-looking folks. So, um, you know, I hope people will join us at the Dole Institute for Politics on on Thursday evening because we're gonna, um, you know, we're gonna be bringing out not only the politicians but local citizens who have already submitted some really. Um, important and inspirational questions on, on how we need to grapple with, with climate change and uh, I think it's going to be a really great night.
0: Well, Simran Sate, thank you very much for joining us here at Lawrence.com and best to look at Focus the Nation on Thursday.
1: Thank you very much. Hope to see you there.